Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Why is the media falling all over themselves to protect and defend Hamas? Not Israel. Protect and defend Hamas. On MSNBC, I want you to hear what was said. And I want you to listen carefully to MSNBC's Nora O'Day talking about defending Hamas from Israel after Hamas has killed women, children, and beheaded and burned alive infants. But the fact is there's an entire people who are living under the boot of the Israeli army. They don't want to do that anymore. And they, you know, they've tried everything, even the statement from Hamas. And this is not, this is not about Hamas. And I, I really want to caution your viewers, uh, not to be dragged into the good guy versus bad guy equation. We have to look at the bigger picture. We have to look at the bigger picture? What is the bigger picture is the question I want to ask her. You have one side that has done everything they can to minimize the loss of life. You have another side, Hamas, that has done everything they can to maximize casualties of innocent people. You have one side, Israel, that is dropping leaflets telling people to get out of Gaza before their invasion. You have another side, Hamas terrorists, who are forcing people, from what we understand, to stay in Gaza so that they will be damaged. They will die, and then they can use it as propaganda to use against Israel. You have one side that was not occupying Gaza. You have another side... They decided the terrorists to kill anyone and everyone they can get their hands on. Then they took hostages. They took babies, infants. They took high schoolers. They raped young girls, minors, raped, beat, and then killed them. You have another side in Israel that is desperately trying to get back those that were taken, while the other side is filming their their horrific deaths and sending the videos to their contacts on the cell phone of the person that is being murdered.
I want you to imagine for a moment that you lost a loved one. Your loved one you haven't heard from since the time, the moment they've been abducted. And I want you to imagine then receiving a text message from them days or weeks later. And I want you to imagine when you receive that text message, you open it and what you witness is a video of that person being raped, that person being beaten, that person being brutally murdered or beheaded. That is exactly what Hamas is doing. And you have members of the media who are now protecting and defending these actions. I want you to hear what Nada Basir, this is another Hamas apologist. This is a, quote, journalist of CNN. And I want you to hear what she said about Israel and Hamas. Listen to her anti-Semitic comments on CNN. This is a CNN employee. Now, John, of course, uh, we have heard from regional voices. We've heard from international rights groups and human rights organizations who have said that while this attack was deplorable uh, and deeply unprecedented, this did not happen in a vacuum. This has come after decades of what Hamas and other Palestinians view to be uh, occupation of Palestinian territories. This comes after decades decades of violations of Palestinian rights and decades of what Israeli rights groups and UN human rights experts have characterized as policies and practices which amount to a part. Do you hear her? Did you hear what she just said? This is a woman going on national TV who is telling you that Israel, quote, is guilty of decades of occupation and apartheid. No, they are not. They are not actually occupying anything. In fact, they are having they are being pushed into the sea. That is the words of Iran. That is the words of Hamas. That is the words of Hezbollah. That the same words that were used by Al Qaeda and ISIS. Were they in Gaza? No. In fact, they provided power and water to Gaza. They did have to build a massive security wall between them and Gaza. And the reason why is simple. Because the people in Gaza are trying to kill them. You know, when you talk about, let's go back to the one side versus the other side, right? Good guys versus bad guys. And the, and the media telling you, oh, you don't need, to, die. You don't need to, to buy into that. Okay, then let's really talk about that for just a second. There is one side that indiscriminately shoots as many rockets as they can at the exact same moment, while the other side has a defensive weapons system that is it, the only job is to stop the killing of innocent people, innocent men, women, and children, and seniors. That is the only job of the Iron Dome. It's not offensive. It's defensive. It's not, it's not trying to kill people. It's trying to save lives. The other side shoots rockets in the general direction of Israel and says anything that is hit is fine with us because any dead Israeli is good with us. Allah Akbar, right? That's what they chant, Allah Akbar. And why do they chant Allah Akbar? They chant it because they believe it. They want to kill any person. Okay, they want to chant. They want to kill any human being. They don't care the age, and they consider a rocket attack on Israel and any death of any Israeli person as a victory. That is what we're dealing with right here. To be clear. There are two sides here. Yes, one side are people that are the victims and the other side is the terrorists. Is that what they're saying on TV? No. In fact, 
Listen to this from ABC News. Listen to ABC News throwing up the rhetoric of terrorists. This is anti-Semitism on ABC. And I think there's a real danger here that that in Israel's uh, need and desire and right to respond to what happened there, the danger is that it it creates more divisions, that it separates people who have formed relationships and bonds, and it makes the chances of any kind of lasting peace almost impossible to think of now. We're all talking about war. No one is any longer talking about peace. So it's Israel's fault. We're not talking about peace right now because Israel is responding. Do they have a right to respond? Yes. Do they have an obligation, I would argue, to respond? Absolutely. And if they don't respond, what happens? More people die. More innocent people die. I go back to what Israel has been doing. They've been telling people over and over again in Gaza, get out, get out, get out. They've dropped leaflets. They've told them to get out. They have explained to them that you must leave. And what is Hamas doing? Holding them hostage. And why is Hamas holding them hostage? One reason and one reason only. Hamas is holding them hostage because they want them to die in an attack from Israel so that they can use it as propaganda to then try to get people to turn against Israel. And that is the propaganda coming from ABC News. CBS News, by the way, getting in on the same exact anti-Semitism. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Take a listen to CBS News. Hyping up Hamas's Sheer determination. CBS News foreign correspondent saying this, almost applauding Hamas. Good morning. You know, Vlad, over the years, I've made frequent trips to Gaza and have spoken with several Hamas leaders. And, you know, they know their military capabilities are no match for Israel's enormous firepower. But what they lack in firepower, they make up for in ideology and sheer determination. That resolve, despite the odds, may be what caught Israel so off guard. Can we just let that sink in real quick? That was CBS News hyping up like a 
like a hype video for a football team. CBS News, sheer determination of Hamas is the reason why maybe they were so victorious and they're catching Israel off guard. There was also CNN this week. I'm going through all the networks for you. CNN, welcome to Palestinian propagandists one day after the terrorist attacks on Israel. This is a terrorist, to be clear, marketing PR guy for Hamas. As hundreds of Israelis are, no, thousands are dead at this point. A day after, hundreds and hundreds have gone missing. And videos have already come out of the torturing and raping of women. This dude, a Palestinian propagandist, is put on CNN to say this without anyone interrupting him or calling him out on his flat-out lies. Fareed Zakaria, another Hamas apologist, had him on. Listen. That's one way of putting it, but it's not true. I think Hamas mainly attacked military establishments, military installations. That's a lie. Right there, CNN should have immediately jumped in. And right there, CNN should have said, that's not true. You guys just took innocent people. You started your attack by going after uh, the complete opposite of what you just said, sir. You just said they were going after military installations. The first thing they attacked was a bunch of people at a concert. They were not military. And you know they were not military. So why are you lying? Or they could have even said, I'm not going to allow you to lie. I'm not going to allow you to sit there and lie. But they let him get away with that, saying, oh, well, you know, Hamas is just attacking military installations. No, they're not. Does CNN say anything? No, they let this guy who's a terrorist sympathizer at best and a terrorist mouthpiece in reality directly connected to Hamas continue to say this on CNN. And most of the people they they have arrested and uh, taken as uh, war, uh, war prisoners are military people. That's a lie. We've seen the videos. They've taken women, children, grandparents, infants. They have put tires around them and burned them alive. I'll say it again. They have put tires around human beings, including children, and burned them alive and then sent those videos to the contacts and the phone of the person they were murdering. The majority of the people that were taken were not military. That's a lie. Did CNN stop him from saying this propaganda? No. They let him keep going. Listen. I do not accept attacking any civilian. Uh, uh, I do not accept that Israelis attack our civilians. But whoa, 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 whoa. I do not accept attacking any civilians. Then why is Hamas attacking civilians? Why did they parachute into a concert? Why do they kill innocent people? Why did they attack seniors? Why did they attack the elderly? Why did they attack and behead infant babies? Why did they rip babies out of the hands of mothers and then kill the mothers in front of the babies? If you do not believe this. And then immediately he says something else. He's like, Israel is targeting civilians? No, they're not. Israel is doing everything they can to make sure they're not targeting civilians. Israel's telling civilians to get out of Gaza before the invasion of Gaza. And to, to get rid of Hamas. And what is Hamas doing? Hamas is forcing the people to stay in Gaza because they want them to die so they can use their deaths as propaganda against Israel. Did CNN call them out for that? No. They let this Hamas spokesman keep talking.
But look at what Israeli planes are doing now in Gaza. They, they are bombarding houses. They're bringing down to earth, and you've shown, you've shown that on your, uh, on your screen, uh, whole apartments, whole buildings, high-rise buildings are brought down to the ground, and we already are reporting... But, but uh, why are they doing that? It's because there are terrorists in those apartments. It's because there are weapons caches in those apartments. You have to understand, Hamas has always done this. They, they headquarters in, in, in places like schools. They headquarters in buildings where there are children and senior centers, where there's hospitals and doctor's office and dentist offices. They, they purposely use civilians as human shields. That's what they do. And they've been doing it for as long as they understand how to be jihadists. As long as they've been terrorists, they have used innocent people as human shields. They will put children in harm's way on purpose so that when you come after them, because at some point you will have to, they know at that point it's checkmate game over. They know at that point, they know at that point that they can use it as propaganda to then turn people against Israel. That's what they do. That is what they have always done. That is what they will always do. And does CNN call him out? No. There are reports about families who are killed. They start talking about families that are killed? You had families that were butchered in front of each other you had mothers that were raped in front of their husbands and their children let that sink in you had children that they tortured in front of their parents you had children that were tortured while mothers were being raped in front of the fathers that they were holding before they killed him just so he was forced to watch the inhumane treatment of his family the barbaric treatment and murder of his family they had playbooks on how to do this. They trained them in psychological warfare how to do this. So let's move from CNN. Let's go over to ABC News. ABC News, Sonny Hostin, said Israel is committing war crimes by targeting civilians and civilian infrastructure. That is a lie. Did anyone call her out on it? No. And before she says this, Ana Navarro was actually saying she understood why Israel had to respond. I'll give her some, I'll give her some credit for not being crazy 365 days a year. But Sonny Hostin said this on ABC News. And I think this is very important. What Israel is saying consistently is, if you want your water, if you want your electricity, release our hostages. In my view, that's, that's exactly. not an irrational question. That's not an irrational demand. Okay. Release our people that you are holding I, there. I, and I human shields. And, and they should, what? in the process, they should really refrain from committing war crimes or I want to be because they're going to lose the goodwill. I do think it's very important, though, Secretary. Notice how fast the other the hosts jump in there. They understood that she was being an anti-Semite and they wanted to move on from it quickly. They didn't even engage her. She just said that Israel, without any evidence, is committing war crimes. There are no there's no evidences to prove that that's what Israel is doing. It doesn't matter. Because at ABC News, you're allowed to say anything you want to and lie as long as it's anti-Semitic, apparently, and no one will stop you. No one. So let's get away from ABC News for a second. Let me go to another 
Network. Let's go back to NBC News. NBC News and an MSNBC host said this about Hamas. Quote, Hamas had no choice but to use military force. Hamas? Really? Hamas had no choice but to come in and slaughter innocent people at a concert that couldn't defend themselves? Hamas had no choice but to invade Israel? Hamas had no choice but to take money from terrorists like Iran? Hamas had no choice but to use human weapons of their own people, their own, quote, Palestinians in this entire battle so far, and they'll not stop doing it. Hamas had no no option but to find attractive females and rape them, brutally rape them over and over and over again. Hamas had no choice but to go in and kill senior citizens who couldn't defend themselves. Hamas had no choice but to drag people from their homes, beat them in front of their families, behead them and their babies in front of them. Infant babies were killed in front of their parents, by the way. I need you to understand that. They would kill the babies first just to torture the parents. Then they would torture the parents or rape the wives in front of the husbands and kill the wives, then kill the husbands. They would put tires around them and burn them alive because they knew that that would be the most excruciating way for them to die. And what is MSNBC saying? MSNBC is saying that Hamas had no choice but to use military force. It, it would be very naive to just simply say every Palestinian agrees with what Hamas is doing. But Hamas is saying, well, if nobody is able to defend what is happening for Palestinians in the West Bank or in East Jerusalem with. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's happening to Palestinians in the West Bank and East Jerusalem? Are they being beheaded? No. Are they being tortured? No. Are they being raped, brutally raped over and over again by Israelis? No. Are Israelis occupying Gaza? No. Did Israel leave Gaza? Yes. So all the propaganda that he just said, did anyone call him out for this? Any, any one person? No. Keep listening. The home demolitions, the arrests, the children being killed, the desecration of holy sites. If they're unable to do that, then we only have right. the ability to do it with military might and crude weapons and military. We, we only have the, the, the oh, let's go back to the very end of that. He's saying, and you'd have to believe a lot of lies, but listen to the very end. He says, we have no choice but to then go and kill, referring to the Palestinians, referring to Hamas. Then we only have the ability to do it with military might and crude weapons and military. So he is justifying the use of, as he described it, military force to go out there and murder, to go out there and kill innocent men, women, and children. And, and saying we have no choice but to do that. We have no other option but to do that. This is the American media that I've just played for you. This is the American media saying this about this country. MSNBC, by the way, wasn't done there. MSNBC, the day after the attacks happened, and the Israeli prime minister declared we're in a state of war after the Hamas attack. This is another MSNBC host saying this. Because we've had a lot of statements from Americans, mostly Republicans this morning, but some Democrats who um, it, it's a bit boilerplate. It's a Israel is our greatest ally, the only democracy in the Middle East, our strongest ally. We must stand with Israel. Um, there's no nuance or recognition of anything mm. that has been going on, let alone the only thing Americans are worried about these days are these so-called judicial reforms going on in Israel, which have led to hundreds of thousands of people protesting on the streets, but lost to, lots of Palestinians. 
Palestinians have said to me, boy, they wish that those same Israelis who were out there protesting the so-called judicial reforms would be protesting Israel's inhumane treatment of the uh, Palestinians who live under Israeli occupation. But that's just not something that's happening. I I don't even have words for this level of anti-Semitism from MSNBC. We have seen the most brutal attack on innocent people since 9-11, and MSNBC is covering it as, well, it's justifiable because X, Y, and Z. This is okay for a terrorist organization to do this because of X, Y, and Z. God help us. You know, when I say, and I say it often, the media is biased, and the reason why I say the media is biased is because the media is biased. But this is a different level of of media corruption. This is a level that I haven't even seen before. Where immediately the media said, okay, guys, let's go to work. Let's make sure that that Israel doesn't win the day here. We got to protect our terrorist friends within Hamas. And we got to remind people that, that this was somehow justifiable and that Israel's somehow evil. So go out there and keep telling and undermining Israel while telling them that this other team, right, this other terrorist group really isn't that bad, and, and you need to understand why they're not that bad. I mean it when I say this. God help us. God help us. If this is what we are now looking at, if this is the new normal in this country, God help us. Let, let me just give you one more example of the propaganda that is being put out there. This was on Face the Nation. Coming out of East Jerusalem, Hamas political spokesman tells CBS News Iran did not support the attack, trying to protect Iran. And they played this like it was fact. We go now to Imtiaz Tayyip, who interviewed the political spokesman for Hamas yesterday. Imtiaz? Well, Margaret, as you can imagine, this was a challenging and often combative interview with Dr. Ghazi Hamid, a spokesman for Hamas and senior member of its political bureau. Now, Dr. Hamid denied Hamas received any outside support for its attack on Israel, including from Iran, which contradicts earlier statements to the BBC that it did. Did you receive support from outside? Did you receive support from Iran? No, it is just a decision taken by Hamas only. You received no support from any, no. any country outside no, of Gaza. No, 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 never. Now, he also denied Hamas fighters deliberately targeted civilians, saying their target was only the Israeli military and Israeli military infrastructure, something we, of course, challenged him on, given the vast amount of video evidence of Hamas fighters shooting at civilians in civilian areas. Now, as for why Hamas carried out such a brazen and brutal attack inside Israel, Dr. Hamid blames successive Israeli governments for refusing to end the now decades-long occupation of the Palestinian territories. He said Israel's current government, which is often described as extreme far-right, has pursued an agenda of such harsh and punitive measures against Palestinians, which is why, he says, Hamas carried out the devastating attack, an attack which, of course, has resulted in Gaza being bombed like never before, and a death toll there that already exceeds the four previous wars, something he blamed squarely on Israel, but he would not take any responsibility for the Hamas attack being the trigger for this extraordinary violence. Now, when questioned about the dozens of hostages abducted by Hamas fighters and still being held captive inside Gaza, including some Americans, here's what he said. 
Why don't you just release the people who are abducted? Okay, we want, we want first of all, we want to stop this daily death in Gaza, daily killing in Gaza. It is our priority now. Your priority should be how to stop killing and and this is genocide in Gaza. It is, it is really genocide in Gaza. And you heard that uh, even uh, international uh, Red Cross, all the international organizations, all of them say that situation in Gaza is catastrophic, is big disaster. We have to stop this. I don't know any other way to put it, but besides just saying, this is what pure evil sounds like. This is pure evil. Okay, this is what pure evil sounds like. This is horrific, horrific evil, sadistic evil. This is something that should never, ever, 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 ever be accepted. And yet, this is the conversation that was had on Face the Nation, giving a platform for this propaganda. All right, make sure you share this podcast on social media to help us grow, please, so we can reach other people and write us a five-star review if you would take a moment to do that. It helps us reach more people, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.